welcome everybody to the first installment of a new segment on the DCL Duo podcast that we are going to be calling Point Counterpoint. Uh, as you may know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, Sam and I are both lawyers and so trained in argumentation and uh, the arguments in our household tend to be pretty epic. And so we thought we would bring a little bit of the flavor of home into the podcast. And so uh, for those of you out there who are our Patreons, I want to thank each and every one of you. And as a special bonus, this show will get published a week early for our Patreons. We'll be trying to do point-counterpoint at least twice a month, uh, and we will push out to our Patreons first. So if you'd like to get early access to point-counterpoint, you can head over to patreon.com slash dclduo uh, and sign up for one of our support tiers, and we will push this out through a Patreon-only feed. We're also soliciting ideas for point-counterpoint from our Patreons, and we'll likely ask our Patreons to vote on who won the argument. So the next uh, episode, you'll hear who won the argument based on our Patreon feedback. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. But our first topic comes from one of our Patreons, and it's a tough one. They have asked us to argue both sides of Disney denying boarding to families on the first cruise back on the dream. So to set this up, we know from a prior episode, a bonus show that we released that Disney denied boarding to approximately 20 families aboard the dream off the first cruise. And we know from later cruise, almost 100 families were denied boarding. Uh, I think the last cruise before the one we're on currently, we're recording this on the, uh, the pool deck of the dream, actually. And many of those families on the first cruise were denied boarding because they did not have appropriate testing for their kids. And so the protocol right now to get on the dream is that you have to have COVID tests within five days of your sailing, a PCR test for anyone who is not vaccinated or does not choose to show proof of vaccination. And then you get a rapid test at the port before you board. And both those tests have to be clear uh, in order for you to set sail. And so there were several families who showed up with little ones. The, you know, the, the parents were vaccinated, the little ones were not, and they thought the rapid test alone would be sufficient to allow them to get on board, did not have the PCR test. So Disney denied them boarding. And so one of our patrons asked us to argue both sides of this equation. We, Sam and I are struggling with that a little bit. But Sam, as we were talking about, it did have at least sort of one argument uh, in favor of the families. I'm just going to start by saying and Sam to some extent, or I sound to say and Sam are pretty much in agreement with what Disney did here. And actually the Patreon who gave us this question is also in agreement with what Disney did here, but just wanted to know if there was an argument on the other side of the equation. But essentially we felt like Disney really over communicated the requirements to those in advance of sailing. And in fact, even after these 20 families were denied boarding, they started, they started giving even uh, notice of the requirements. So we got multiple instances of notice of the requirements that someone on our sailing needed to be tested, that we need to get the testing done. The testing portal actually offers the ability for you to order a kit, have it mailed to your home to make that easier for you to get it done. Uh, the test, the, the documentation is clear over the type of tests that needed to be done. And I think even after the fact, uh, at least one of the families uh, admitted that, you know, they just hadn't read. They hadn't they hadn't read what was given to them by Disney in advance and just made some assumptions that were incorrect. And so I will say, and I've said this on the show, this is not the time to not read the documentation from your travel provider. If you're traveling out of the country, if you're cruising, if you're going to Hawaii, there are requirements and they differ and they vary. So going to Hawaii, even the testing requirement was different. We could get Nathan what was called an NAAT test, a rapid NAAT test or a PCR test. Coming here, we had to have a PCR test. So you have to know the type of test, when you can get it. Hawaii was three days before. Disney was five days before. So again, you got to read what's coming out from these providers before you decide to vacation right now to make sure you're up on the requirements. And if you're traveling out of the country, you got to know the requirements to get in and to get back. Uh, and so just make sure you know those requirements. Disney this week also announced that for any sailings five nights or longer, they are going to be requiring 
post-cruise testing before you disembark or disembarkation testing for any unvaccinated passengers. I, again, would also keep a close eye on the documentation if you're planning to go on a cruise right now because the cruise lines have been changing their their requirements. So they went from if you're vaccinated, you can skip the test to uh, if you're vaccinated, we still want to know that you have a negative test. So they may require testing for everyone in your party. Disney has not made that change just yet. The, the Bahamian government is now requiring that everyone on board be vaccinated and, and that Disney be able to show proof of vaccination to stop uh, in the Bahamas, including Disney's own private island, which is which is technically part of the Bahamas. So these things are changing rapidly. They're subject to multiple different jurisdictions, laws, overlapping requirements, just a whole bunch of things. You've got to read what's on there if you want to get on the ship. It is nail biting. It is nerve wracking, as we said on our show. Ultimately, I think Disney was in the right here. And I think it was in the right for one simple reason. We're talking about 20 families who missed the requirement. And I think if they had just allowed those families to board with the rapid test, it would have penalized everyone else who did what they needed to do and compromise the overall safety of the cruise, which is just something Disney cannot afford right now. There cannot be bad publicity coming out of one of these cruises that a whole ship comes back with COVID because they relaxed the requirements. So I think Disney was in the right. Sam, counterpoint? Okay, so I want to say first, I agree with you on most stuff, but there's one point that I actually kind of disagree with you on, which is the level of the communication. I agree with you, the emails from Disney, the communication from Disney, the FAQs from Disney all were pretty clear about who ne- that everyone who was unvaccinated needed to have a PCR test. What more do you want? A phone call from Mickey or? No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I want to talk about is those communications were clear that everyone who is not vaccinated or didn't provide proof of vaccination had to have the PCR test between five days and 24 hours. But the thing that was confusing was the safe passage portal. Uh, when you created an account, I think it changed a little bit after that first sailing. But the adults, it was very clear that you needed to have your you know status clear. But I don't think it was as clear on the safe passage portal. Child needed to have that PCR test, not just the rapid test. What they should have done was had a very, um, instead of just saying pending, what they should have done for the kids was saying PCR test upload, not uploaded or PCR test required when you enter the kid's name and not just the, the parent's name. So that was the only thing I would say made it maybe a little confusing for families who weren't reading the emails, but were just doing those portals on the or just creating a portal on the safe passage. So I, that's the thing I, I, I do think was a little confusing or a little unclear. Regardless of that, I do think Disney did the right thing by not letting those families board. But I also think they did the right thing by refunding those folks crews rather than penalizing them by, you know, saying they wouldn't get a full refund or taking a deposit or something like that or, or making them rebook a future cruise. So I do, you know, and they helped them with transportation arrangements and booking hotels. And I don't think they paid for the hotels or at least I'm guessing they didn't pay for the hotels for people, but at least they helped them with uh, changing their plans so that people's vacations weren't, you know, totally ruined. So that's the thing. I, I think Disney did the right thing. Ultimately, I just do think that the safe passage portal could have been more clear with regard to the kids profiles. Yeah. And I, look, I don't actually think all that much has changed on the safe passage portal. And I don't think Sam actually knows if things have changed or not, because she's not been the one logging into that portal all the time. 
Uh, I think the portal is pretty clear. It shows a pending yellow status. If you are not cleared to sail and uh, Inspire, who operates the, the Safe Passage portal, which is where Disney collects all the vaccination and testing records. It's a third party. It basically says if it doesn't say green check clear to sail, that you have something that you need to do. And a red X not clear to sail means that someone's going to be contacting you about, uh, you know, rebooking your cruise or something along those lines. So I think it's pretty clear and evident, or at least it would have raised questions in my mind that I would have flagged to Disney. So that is our first edition or segment of Point Counterpoint. Uh, let us know what you think and uh, let us know what you would have done. Would you have let these families on board or would you have denied them boarding as Disney did and ultimately refunded their cruises? So we will have more Point Counterpoint coming up. Hope you enjoyed it. Talk to you again next time. <laughs>